Michelle Gibbs. My husband Mike and I live in Idaho and we have five children. The oldest is 15 and the youngest is almost two years old. This year we are studying Doctrine and Covenants and church history. Join with me as I share thoughts that I have while I study using the Come Follow Me program from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This week we're studying different verses and sections in the Doctrine and Covenants to help us turn our thoughts and hearts towards our Savior Jesus Christ and His atonement and death and resurrection as we prepare for Easter this year. And it's been some great reading times for me and I've really found it so helpful in preparing me for Easter weekend, which is coming up very soon, and also for conference weekend, which I'm very excited about. I love conference. I think probably lots of us do. My kids do too, but I think that's for the candy they get for conference bingo. <laughs> anyway, as I was studying in the Doctrine and Covenants this week, I've had a lot of thoughts and a lot of moments where I've really felt a better connection with my Savior Jesus Christ, but a lot of things that just, for whatever reason, they're in my heart, but not really in my mind in a way that I feel that I can share them. But I did want to share just a couple of things. And the first one is, I was thinking a lot about the resurrection and this gift that Jesus Christ gave us that we... All, all of us, every person who comes to earth and gets a body has the promise of being resurrected, of their spirit and their body coming together and rejoining so that their soul is whole again. And we, on Sunday last week, because the plan of salvation was kind of in the discussion for last week's Come Follow Me, so on Sunday last week, we were discussing the plan of salvation, and it was actually a, one of the better discussions we've had for Come Follow Me study in a long time. And I think part of that is just because we started talking about it and saw that there was a need for that knowledge it, amongst our children. And so we just embraced that and just let the conversation go where it needed to for us. And we really did have a great conversation and helped our kids understand a lot of things that even though they knew the basics, there were some fear that they had, I think, especially some of the younger kids. Um, they were worried, I think, about what happens if you're not good enough. They they wanted to be to the celestial kingdom and they wanted to make it, but they, they still failed because they weren't quite good enough, even though they wanted to be there and they tried. And that fear of failure, we discussed how merciful God is and that he will judge us on the intent of our hearts. And there's a verse in Doctrine and Covenants section 63 that kind of goes along with that, I thought, and it's verse 49. Yea, and blessed are the dead that die in the Lord. They shall rise from the dead and shall not die after and shall receive an inheritance before the Lord in the holy city. And really, as we discussed with them, I just kind of told them, where do you want to be? And of course, they all chose the celestial kingdom, <laughs> because when you're when you're given those choices, what what is it that you want? Of course, the best, right? And 
that's what they wanted was to be with the family. And so we discussed that if that's where you want to be, then make your decisions according to that desire and you'll be there. It's, it's really that simple. And if that's where you want to go, then you will because you'll make those decisions and you'll repent when you need to. And there's another verse actually in the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, that I really liked that just kind of, to me, kind of went along with this as well. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not vain in the Lord. And that's always a comforting thing because sometimes we try to do our best and we do what we think Heavenly Father wants us to do and it never seems to be enough. It never seems to work out. But we can take comfort knowing that the work that we perform for our Heavenly Father and our Savior Jesus Christ is not in vain and that it's counted unto us for righteousness. And maybe that doesn't really fit with that, but somehow in my mind it did as I was studying this week. There's a verse in the week's reading from the manual in Doctrine and Covenants that I really liked, and it's not necessarily specific to Easter, but it really touched me this week. And that is in section 42, verses 45 through 46. And I'm going to read those. It says, Thou shalt live together in love insomuch that thou shalt weep for the loss of them that die, and more especially for those that have not hope of a glorious resurrection. And it shall come to pass that those that die in me shall not taste of death, for it shall be sweet unto them. And the two phrases that really stuck out to me in verse 45, thou shalt live together in love. And then in verse, well, let's talk about that one first. So we just finished our spring break. We're actually almost through a whole week of school again at this point, but we had a great spring break. We actually, believe it or not, got along for most of our trip. We ended up taking a trip through Wyoming and we saw Mount Rushmore. We saw Devil's Tower and we went to Reptile Gardens and in South Dakota and we just had a great time we went to a, an indoor water park there. It was just so much fun. And I just felt like we spent a lot of time building relationships, which is what we need. And so often in our lives, we spend time, or we're busy with school and with work and with the things that we want to do, that we forget to make time for those relationships. And so it was great to kind of take a step back from all of that and just have an opportunity to build those. And and when we got home, the boys got a 3D, well, Parker got a 3D printer. And so the boys spent the rest of the week printing and planning and designing, and they just really bonded a lot. And then Sunday came, and it was kind of rough for both boys. We ended up having some issues, really parental child issues, not between the boys, but both of them ended up being kind of upset throughout the day at different times. And... I really feel like we handled those individual situations with love and both boys later came to me separately and privately to apologize to me for 
the way that they had acted and behaved. And I just couldn't help but feel that because my husband and I handled the situations in love, which I'm going to admit we don't maybe always do, but we did. And that helped the boys to calm down, to have a better sense of, of perspective and to open their hearts a little bit more instead of shutting down, shutting off everybody and just really only seeing their side. And I think when we live together in love, it doesn't mean that we don't have disagreements. It doesn't mean problems don't come up, but we'll be able to work through them because of the love that we share. And I think that's what happened to us this week as we'd had such a wonderful, loving week that we were able to let that sustain us and help us through the difficult situations. I love in verse 46 that where it says, those that die in me shall not taste of death for it shall be sweet unto them. Because I think sometimes we fear the unknown. We're afraid of what's going to happen. And when we lose loved ones, that's scary and sad and terrible. But what a comfort to know that if we make Heavenly Father our priority, and He should be, then we don't need to fear those things because it won't be a bitter experience. It will be a sweet experience for us. I think one thing that's really been on my mind all week is just a reminder that Jesus Christ ministered and still does minister to one person at a time. Of course, he cares about the church as a whole, and those things matter, but so does each person individually, and that is what his atoning sacrifice covered, is each one of us individually as a person that he loves and cares for. And sometimes I think in this world that we live in, that gets missed out of necessity and out of our limitations as, as imperfect people. But Jesus Christ loves each one of us, and he atoned for each one of us. And this is our week to celebrate that and to be grateful for that and to show our gratitude to our Savior for the things that he did for us personally. I love Easter. It's going to be a fabulous weekend. I can't wait to hear all the talks at General Conference and to be edified and uplifted there. Next week, we're back to studying Doctrine and Covenants, sections 30 through 36. Have a great Easter and conference weekend.